So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at So We Met Online. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash so we met online. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So we met when we both lived in the same apartment complex. Nice. Tell me more. Well... I had plans with a friend of mine to go to an outdoor show. And as I was coming out of my apartment, a ball, a wiffle ball, went rolling past me. Do you, do you mind my asking what year this was? It was uh, 1976. All right. <sighs> but we're not old. No. And no after, one accused you of being old. <sighs> after the ball, some nice-looking young man was following it. And he saw me. I saw him. And we said hi. But that wasn't me, by the way. Correct. (laughs) And uh, I said, who are you? And he said, oh, I live over there in that apartment. And I said, oh, well, this other young guy lives in that apartment also. And he said, that's my brother. So So you live next door to these two guys. Mm -hmm. And one hit a wiffle ball into your yard. In front of my apartment, yes. (laughs) And so... Uh, on my way out, I said, I don't normally do this, but would you want to come with your brother to the show with my friend and me? So you asked out these brothers? Correct. Oh. Mm, which is unusual for me because I didn't normally do that. And he said, I'll have to ask my brother. And <laughs> when he did, my now husband, his brother, <laughs> said, I don't know. <laughs> How did you say it? I don't know. I don't know. I thought you were married, but... I guess I shouldn't have thought that once you said, want to go to the show. That was pretty stupid of me. (laughs) So they came with me. I drove. And when I showed up, my friend was looking like, who are these guys? And I said, I just found them somewhere. (laughs) And so we all watched the show together. I didn't know who or if I was with either one of them. And uh, we had a nice time. I didn't really think anything beyond that night. They didn't offer me a drink or anything. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> and I drove home, and they both said good night. And Marty, my husband's brother, said, "I'll give you a call," because he didn't he Mark. didn't actually live there. Mark, yeah, he didn't actually live there. He was just visiting, and he said the next time so, I come home. So you got asked out by no. No. <laughs> he said he would call me the next time he came home. But we wouldn't but, allow that to happen. No, but it because could... Marty then realized I wasn't married and, and I was available. And Joyce had a slide rule. And... Oh, yes. What? So uh, Marty asked me out before his brother ever came back to visit again. Oh, very sweet. And the rest is history. So if you haven't figured it out by now, and I guess you wouldn't have... These are my parents. Hi. That's us. I'm Joyce. I'm Marty. And how long have you been married? It will be 40 years on March 16th. 40 years. But we dated for... But we dated for over three years. So you live next door. Yeah. Well, Caddy Caddy Corner is not connected. Yeah, on an L. I would always see Ma, I would always see Joyce walking 
past my parents' apartment. I was. Did you think she was cute? Uh, she was gorgeous. Oh! But I thought she was married, and I would nod to her. Yeah, she, she always nod nodded to me. to me. Had little red gym trunks. Because I was walking my dog Skippy. Skippy. He would just shake his head at me like, "Hello." Me or I, Skippy? I, you. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't really think much of it. I was dating other people too at the time. So. How did you meet most of your date? I mean, I know you two live next door. I went. I think that's pretty common. I used to go to singles dances. Okay. That was one way. I guess you didn't meet a lot of people at work because teaching was a pretty female-dominated field. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of people who indicated they might have been interested in me. Uh, Dad, did you date? uh, (laughs) I had girlfriends in high school, but in college college. I commuted. You had a girlfriend in law school. Before Before me. Before, after high school, I commuted college, so that was not good. And I worked at Toys R Us, so I would ask the women out from Toys R Us. And then in law school, people would always set me up. Oh, so that that's was nice. Good. So uh, you have a very nice meet, cute. Yes. Uh, you asked these two strangers on a, on a date. Yes. And one of them became your husband. Yes. What do you think now? I mean, I know you read all of my articles and mm. you read everything I post. Compared to how you two met, which I mm. think was the norm for, mm-hmm. for at that time, mm-hmm. what do you think of dating now when you see my posts and you hear stories of me or my clients or just, what do you think? I think it sounds like too much work. It's too complicated. <laughs> there are too many checklists. And because there's so many people available online mm-hmm. as opposed to just meeting someone somewhere, I think that people have checklists. They mm-hmm. can, and they can move on to the next person if that person doesn't have all their checks. So what was it like for you? You kind of like someone, you're like, yeah, all right, this will do. I mean, I had a checklist, too. <laughs> I mean, obviously not for you two, but... <laughs> um, I had, what do you call it? The um, Deal breakers. Deal I breakers. had deal breakers. What were they? Uh, religion, mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. had to be a nice person with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. What kind of sense of humor? Laughed at some of my jokes, at least. <laughs> See, but the problem is you could date, but you don't actually know the person. No. And you don't know what you're getting. Well, that's true of anyone at any time. That's true. Yeah. Except people grow. Yeah. So, but that I don't think that has anything that to, to do with where you meet somebody. Oh no, it has nothing to do. What with do you, you think meet. of dating these days? Seems a little complicated to me. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty easy to see Ma, and she she did what she did, and I found out she wasn't married, and she was the one, and I was pretty sure she was the one from the first time I saw her. Really. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow, it only took 40 <laughs> years for mom to know that. Do you think there are too many choices now that people aren't happy anymore because there is so much, they call that the paradox of choice, right? The more choices yeah. you have, the less satisfied you are because you wonder what else is out there. Yeah, I think it is like that. I think people didn't need so many things to make them satisfied before. Uh, but do you think that's a bad thing? I mean, do you think people are happier now if they get the things they want? Happier than people years ago? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't it's think It's a hypothetical. So. There's no yeah. answer. I, I don't think so. I, I don't, don't know. think so. Because I mean, before I have a feeling if people met the things that you were looking for mm-hmm. and you got along and you fell in love, 
then it was great. I just feel like now it's just so complicated and more people are have ways of being rude. I well, think. that's certainly true. That's and, not just in dating. That's with technology. And, and, right, right. When we so. dated, it was a direct path. It wasn't like, well, who's here and who's here and who's here? You met well, someone. Well, mom said she was dating other people. Yeah, I was dating other didn't people. Didn't you make some guy you sneak were... out the back door once because you didn't want dad to see him? Oh, I asked him if we could walk out the other entrance to my apartment because it wasn't dad. It was his parents. I didn't want <laughs> them to see I was going out with someone else also because we didn't have a, uh, an exclusive arrangement at that no, time. I but was I was uncomfortable with it. a doctor in law school. So how did you become exclusive? Did you have a talk about it? I don't think we specifically had no. a talk. I think it was just kind of understood. At yes. some point, I yeah, stopped dating days, other people. These days, you say it's understood, and someone's still got a Bumble profile out uh, there. So, yeah, no, I we, think we just kind of af- after a little bit, un- we just it was understood. But we, I don't know if we ever said, "Don't go," you know, "I don't want you to go out with anyone." So, how's your relationship different now hmm. than it was then? Well, okay. no, I want to answer okay. first because yeah. this is Joyce percolated. Oh, well, we loves my that word. word. <laughs> and Details. you become. A different and a better and a kinder and a sweeter. You become a different person as you age. Right, and I think some people grow apart and some grow together. Yeah. I think I, I had all those qualities, but no, they you just developed maybe over the years. Or I learned or more you, about you. Uh, well, Especially over true. 40 years, I'm still learning. Yes, really? that's what true. And there are things you don't know. Or you don't know, or I don't know. I, I mean, I've learned that I wouldn't want to be with anyone else. Ma's the sweetest, kindest person oh, that I ever oh, met. I feel that way about you too. I just can't add anything. Else. <laughs> Thank you for for joining, and and Chris yeah. and I look yes. forward to uh, to mm-hmm. talking about all of it. Thank you. I'm Thank proud you. of you, Erica. Me, me <laughs> too. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Bye. Chris. <laughs> Just for you, our listeners of So We Met Online, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I don't know about you, but I have a guilty pleasure, and that is playing Candy Crush on my phone. But I feel like I have to balance out the dying brain cells by educating myself while I'm playing. So I can listen to an audiobook from Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash So We Met Online for a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial. So that was a fun story. That was a fun story. So let's talk about it. Is dating nowadays harder than it was when my parents met? Harder or different? Harder? Well, I guess both. Yeah. Like one might think it's easier today because the internet and all of that. But in some ways, it's also harder. So I want to talk about, first, what makes it easier and what makes it harder today? Okay, first off, it's not easier. It's just not easier. We, but, but why? We, we can meet... This whole podcast that we've started is because it's not easier. <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> this podcast is for us to share our stories and to give advice on how to date or how to date successfully. Okay, here's why I think it's easier, and I think most would agree. You have options. You okay, have... but options is making it harder. Well, I'm getting there. That's, okay. that's a pro and a con. Go on. You get to find people who are not in your social circles. Or yes. You can do online dating in your pajamas. Yes. I mean, you can't go... I mean, I suppose you could, but I wouldn't recommend going on a date in your pajamas. You can meet people in other cities. 
I guess that's the that's same as... That's the same as the first one. Maybe we're talking about two separate things. Dating versus meeting somebody. Because dating, I think, is a lot more nuanced than it used to be. Yet meeting someone, physically meeting someone and going on a date is a lot easier than it used to be. Yes, I would in general agree with that. So if you're talking about just the ability to meet somebody, I would say that dating sites and apps have completely transformed how we look at dating. Now, we're not limited to people in our social circles or at work or, our, you know, where we live. The world is our limitation. You can look for someone in the next state, in the next country. People didn't have access to that before. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you remember all the way back to podcast number one, we introduced ourselves and our backgrounds, and I had mentioned that my background is actually in digital technology and building digital experiences, and that's exactly what we're talking about. It's the internet and technology has allowed us to connect with people in new and unique ways. Right. That was never available. Heck, it wasn't available 20 years ago, let alone 50 years ago. I totally agree. I mean, you and I wouldn't have met Exactly. Had it not been for the internet. I mean, you live in L.A., I am on the East Coast, and we came together because of this podcast. Correct. I will say, my mom was a pioneer. <laughs> she used to, before she met my dad, she would get her dates through the ham radio. Nice. Yes. She was, there was an article written about her. She was the youngest Either the youngest female or just the youngest, I don't remember, ham radio operator in all of New Jersey, I think. <laughs> We're going to go with all of New Jersey. Sure. So, so she used to do the Morse code to get her dates. So basically, she was online or on air dating <laughs> well yeah. before well before Match.com came out or anything like that. That's funny. So what makes it harder in your opinion today? Well, I think how you kind of separated this can be part of the conversation, right? I, I do think that meeting people in general has become easier. Mm -hmm. Although meeting people online also is harder in the sense that there still is more options. People's mm -hmm. attention span is shorter. Uh, we're looking for instant gratification. You know, we've got swipe mentality. You know, you're skipping over 20 different options as opposed to saying, hey, there's 20 potential dates. We're being pickier. We're being more curious. We're being more demanding. All of those things have changed not only how we date, but how we communicate in different ways that we interact with individuals. So those things are also making it harder to actually date and meet. Well, again, I think meeting and dating could be separated into two categories. Yep. But what you were saying is basically the paradox of choice. So that term was coined by Barry Schwartz. He wrote a book in 2004 called The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less. And his contention is that he used people shopping. And he said that if there are too many choices presented, a shopper gets a lot of anxiety and isn't necessarily happy with the option they choose. Yet when you start reducing the number of choices or taking away options, that person has lower anxiety and is happier with his or her selection, which is interesting because dating apps like Coffee Meets Bagel or The League that limit the number of choices you get daily are trying to 
kind of use Barry Schwartz's conclusions and say, well, if you have fewer choices every day, perhaps you look a little bit closer at each of the choices and are happier with your decisions. Yes, I will also flip that around and say eHarmony was created with that same concept, right? Mm -hmm. Limit the number of matches that you get each day. Sure. You know, pick from what you, what you get, and then tomorrow you get another batch. I would argue that coffee meets bagels. Singular. Coffee meets bagel. I would argue that bagels eat coffee. <laughs> and, um, and Erica eats bagels <laughs> and coffee. And eHarmony and the league are actually uh, losing business because of those models. I know for a fact that eHarmony has lost substantial share in the marketplace um, because they refuse to change that model. And I have used coffee and the league, and they're awful. They're awful experiences. Well, I disagree with that. That's my opinion. Okay. And uh, I deleted both of them because I'm just Because there not, weren't enough choices? Yeah, there's not enough choices. And, you know, you're relying on them deciding who you're going to be matched with as opposed to me being able to sort through a catalog of options and mm-hmm. narrow it down at least to what I'm really looking for. I think that's why services like Match and even, heck, Tender and Bumble have become substantially more popular. Because they offer more choices. Yeah. I certainly agree with that. I think one thing that makes it harder dating these days, again, I'm not talking now about meeting someone. I think it's much easier to to physically meet somebody today than it was, say, 50 years ago. But dating itself can be harder because, like we just said, so much choice. People are looking for the greener grass, the greener grass. We've talked about this. You call it the candy store. I call it grass is greener syndrome. And it's really easy to find one thing to dismiss somebody for because, oh, I'll just look around the corner or I'll look on my phone and find somebody else. Yeah. And when we put that into context in terms of like your mom's story or even dating 20 years ago, heck, even dating when like I was in high school, you, and that wasn't that long ago, by the way, (laughs) you know, you didn't have other options. Right. You had, oh, here's the people at my school and everybody knows you were with, you know, this person. And then when you break up, everybody knows that you broke up. And then if all of a sudden you're off with somebody else, everybody knows that you're off with somebody else. That's your option. That's right. your pool that you were pulling from. And in some cases, again, like when I was in high school and college, you had people you associated with at college people you associated maybe at work or a job, college job, and that was it. Right. I mean, there was actually a study done in 1932 by a sociologist at UPenn, and they looked through 5,000 consecutive marriage licenses on file for people who lived in Philly. Uh Okay, what do you think they found? They love Philly (laughs) cheesesteaks. No? I wish they oh. had asked that question. <laughs> Tell, what is it, Pat's or Gino's? Yes. Go on. What did they find? <laughs> that was funny. One third of the couples who got married had lived within a five block radius. Oh, of yeah, each totally. Other. Totally believe that. Almost 13% had the couple listed as the same address, which I assume that means in the same apartment building. Or cousins, <laughs> sisters. I don't know what. Maybe not. I 50 think, years ago? I think you've gotten funnier. <laughs> but looks aren't everything. Don't. No, I mean, like you said, whoever is physically in front of you 
That's your option. Well, look, let's go back to your mom's story. Okay. Your mom had two options. Your dad or your uncle. No, look. That was it. She was a hottie and still (laughs) is, of course. Yes. She had plenty of options. Within a five-mile radius. Oh, well, she... Five block radius. (laughs) Yeah, five miles. That's way too far. She had the ham radio, man. She had the ham radio. I mean, she was a player. But, Hank, if I go back and I even look at my parents' relationship and how they met, they met at summer camp. And it just so happened that once they met at summer camp, they also lived, you know, relatively close in the next city over from each other. But there was the ability to still meet and get together and see each other. But it wouldn't have happened because, you know, it wasn't like she was going off to another state to go to camp. Now, I will throw in another variable, which is that people used to get married a lot younger. Yep. And now that people get married older, you know, after their careers are established and everything like that, that is a factor too, because I do believe as you get to know yourself better, you do have more restrictions in terms of who you want to be with. I mean, I could have met someone at 22 and gotten married, but I wouldn't have been half the person I am now, and I wouldn't have known what would make me happy then? Yeah, I mean, again, society back then was you meet somebody in your neighborhood, we'll say, we'll generalize, Mm -hmm. and there weren't really many options. And once you started dating, that was basically your person. They seem good. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Who else is around? Oh, I've dated Joe on the, you know, hardware (laughs) shop and, you know, it's, it's done. You're there. You, you know, no one is sitting there thinking, well, you know what? I think I'll go uh, on a road trip and explore, you know, a couple of counties over. It just wasn't happening. Absolutely. So I guess if we were to sum it up, I would say that meeting somebody today is a lot easier because we have these choices and we have these amazing tools. I will. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to counter that and say it's easier for us to connect. That's with what I people. mean. That's what I mean. Okay. It's easier to connect because we have these amazing tools at our disposal. But dating itself, as I said earlier, is a lot more nuanced, is a lot more... Look, we have texting now. Do you know the number of relationships that break up because someone says something stupid over text? I mean, the number of times a text is misinterpreted and it ruins the whole relationship because you don't have enough there... Yep. to give the person the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That didn't exist before. That's true, but And look. no one there was no ghosting. <laughs> right. You know, and there yep. was no cell phone. So if yep. you said you were gonna be at five o'clock at the ice cream parlor, yep. you're there at the ice cream parlor at yep. five o'clock. Yep. And and look, there's also not just dating. I know of stories where people have met and actually have gotten married through Facebook, through Instagram, through video games, playing video games online and Mm -hmm. getting to know each other and then ultimately getting married. It's not just dating apps that have allowed us to connect with people, get to know them in new and different ways and blossom relationships. Do you know anyone who's ever met someone on Words with Friends and gotten together with them? I'm just dying to meet a couple if you know, if any of our listeners know someone, introduce them to me because I am just, I just think that would make for the best story and I want to know who won that game. <laughs> so you're right. 
connecting, maybe that's the better word. Connecting with someone is a lot easier today because of technology. But dating itself has so many more rules and so many more ambiguities and and so much more... I would say more pressure. More pressure? Yeah, I think I think because of the amount of options that are now available to us, we all feel another sense of pressure that, oh, is this the one? Oh, I've got to make this one work. Oh, I have to behave differently in order to understand those nuances. And when that doesn't happen, yeah, there's an endless amount of other options that I can go to. So that extra pressure, I think, is there. Did you ever hear this NPR piece? It was in... 2014, I just remembered it and looked it up, where, I don't know how I feel about it, but it says, how to marry the right girl, a mathematical solution. (laughs) So this throws everything we just talked about, paradox of choice, just it throws it away, and it basically says, and again, I think this is ridiculous, (laughs) but it's, it's certainly entertaining. So it basically says, let's say you have to interview 20 people to be your spouse or whatever it is, or go on dates with 20 people. You're always looking for that next best thing, right? Yeah. So even if there's a really good one in the mix, you're like, well, I mean, it's like on The Price is Right, you know, or who wants to, you know, any of those game shows where you, you're like, hmm, do I risk it to make more money or do I keep what I have? This guy named Johan Kepler came up with a mathematical equation to basically help you choose the right partner. Okay. Again, again, so he says, this is crazy, he says that you never select the first 36.8% of candidates or women or men or whatever. Okay. Don't, it's, I'm quoting, don't hire or marry any of them. As soon as you meet a candidate, who's better than the best of the first group, that's the one you choose. I think that's very interesting. I'm not giving advice based on it. I just think it's interesting. It is interesting. I mean, look, in my head, I'm thinking about this, and I I can't help but think of, like, The Bachelor. Sure. Since it's, you know, since it's your favorite show. It's not my favorite. If I was The Bachelor. I watch it for work purposes. If I was The Bachelor and I had 20 women in front of me, Mm -hmm. I would date all 20 of them. But let's say you can't go back. Once you give someone up. Yeah, see, that that wouldn't work for me. (laughs) So I I would date all 20 of them to figure out which one was the best. Right. Well, that's in a world of perfect information. Yeah, but hold on. I guess even in that scenario, if I had to do, go sequentially, like Correct. one, two, three, oh my gosh, three is amazing. Right. Four, five. But what if you stop? What if you dismiss three? You can't have her back. Well, can I dismiss one and two and then keep three and move on to four? No, you yeah, keep see, three and you're done. No, see, that doesn't. So he's saying. Yeah, I know what he's saying. But I'm just saying that I would have to go through all of them and then figure well, it out. Who, who wouldn't? Yeah. But but that's not the option in this case. I mean, he was talking about uh, interviewing candidates for a job, in which case that's a little bit different because let's say you go through the 20 people and you're like, oh, nuts. I already told the really good ones no. Oh, but see, I wouldn't have done that. I would have gone through all 20 and then picked out my top four. Well, in this and scenario, then... you don't have that option. Uh. Only because I love math, too. Because then it goes on to say, why 36.8%? The answer involves a number mathematicians call E. 
which reduced to a fraction one over E is 0.368 or 36.8%. Anyway, um, feel free to read more about this. <laughs> but apparently this formula has proven itself over and over in all kinds of controlled situations. So obviously it doesn't guarantee happiness or satisfaction, but it does give you a 36.8% chance, which in a field of, in this article, 11 possible wives, is a pretty good success rate. Mm-hmm. I think I have a better chance going on The Bachelor. Well, we'll ponder that. Thank you for listening. <laughs>